Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, Dallas continued our series, Relationship Goals, and talked about friendship. We looked at different verses in Proverbs related to friends being constant, aware, honest, and offering counsel. Dallas talks about how our best example of a good friend is Jesus, someone willing to lay down his life and sacrifice for others. We hope you enjoy this message. Uh, So we are in week two of this series called Relationship Goals. And uh, just so you guys know, tonight, even though it's going to be a little bit different uh, as far as there's not going to be like a typical message, we are still going to be talking about or whatever is going to happen on stage is going to be about and around this series or this idea of relationship goals. And if you weren't here last week and you didn't listen or watch the YouTube or listen to the, uh, the, the sermon on iTunes or whatever, we have it on our website too, uh, you may be like, ooh, relationship goals right? You're like, this is what I've been waiting for on Valentine's Day too. Surely we're going to talk about dating. We're not going to talk about dating, all right? We we kind of uh, said last week, but this series, I know the name, it sounds like, ooh, spicy. This is going to be an interesting series, and it still is going to be really interesting, but we know that some of you guys and girls in here are like, boys, girls, they still have cooties, and you, and you know that to be a fact, and others of you are like, you might as well be in high school already, because you uh, think about uh, boys or, or girls just so, so much already in your mind, so we know there's a wide spectrum of thoughts on, on dating and that kind of stuff in here, so we saved that for high school, all right, so, but it may, it may be talked about a little bit uh, tonight, too, so maybe that'll give you incentive to, to show up, uh, but this series is still about relationships, and still about uh, what we want or what we're looking for from relationships, but more focused on our relationship with God, with friends, which we're actually going to be talking about today, uh, our family, and then the final week, we're actually going to talk about this thing in the Bible called agape love. Maybe you've heard the word agape before, and we're going to talk about what that is and uh, what it looks like to actually live out agape love. Um, last week, we started talking about our relationship with God, and specifically, we, we looked in First. John. John chapter 4. This should be like some of our favorite verses in the Bible, at least it is for me, where uh, John, the author of that that book or that letter, uh, he told us that God is love, that love is from God and that God is love, which is a pretty powerful uh, statement, some pretty powerful words there. And so what we kind of gleaned from that last week is that if we want to be people who love others and love God well, then we probably should start by going to the person who love is from. In fact, the one who is love. So if we want to love others and love God well, we, we ought to go to God to experience his love, to taste and see just how good it is. And that part of the overflow or the, the outpouring of that is that then we would be loving other people with, with a God-like love. So or with a godly love. So this morning we're talking about specifically loving uh, when it comes to, and relationships when it comes to our friendships, right? And think in your head, just go ahead and get in your head, like who are your closest friends right now? Kind of think, maybe you could even look and nudge the people, but not like physically the closest to you right now, okay? But that's how Leo's taking it. But people who like, like if something comes up, these are the people that you're gonna talk to, or this is the person that you're going to talk to, Right? Uh, maybe you're, you already uh, would agree with this, or maybe it's taking you a little bit longer, but, but friends, like, they're pretty necessary, right? To make it through life, you're going to need some friends. 
in, in fact, that's, that's part of how God has designed us, is, is in order to make it through this life, like just, just period, we're going to need other people around us. We were not meant to do life alone. And then you throw on top of it, like, just, okay, basic life, but then you throw on top of it all the chaos that comes with life, right? All the ups and the downs, all, all the heartbreak, all the wins, all the losses, everything that comes with, with, with life, it's, it's so much better to have a friend there. And that's, again, that's how God designed it. So thinking about your friendships, like, are these people, what, kind of what levels of, of closeness or what levels of friendship are you at? Are these people who you just kind of like see at school and like, hey, when I'm at school, I know that this is my crew, right? You guys know what I'm talking about? This is how it was for me, especially when I was in middle school. Like, at school, I knew I had this group of friends, but we didn't really talk like outside of school, right? Uh, at church, I got this group of friends. I know I'm going to go to this pocket of people, but we don't really do anything outside of church. Well, in my neighborhood, I had people that, like, I'd run down to Billy's house, right, because he had the video games that my parents wouldn't let me play, uh, and, and I would go to Billy's house, and I'd play those, or he had a trampoline, right? And so you've got, like, friends in your neighborhood, maybe, or, or at your apartment complex or wherever you live in, but, you know, you don't maybe see those same people at church or school or wherever you go. You kind of got, like, these little pockets of friends, right, And may, at different places. Maybe you can relate to that. But who, who are the friends who, like, no matter where you are, like if something did happen at school, but maybe your friend wasn't there because they're, they're more like your church friend, like could you actually go to that church friend and say, hey, here's what I'm going through. Here's what's happening. Like, can you just be there for me in this? Do you have friends like that? Do you have friends who, no matter what happens, and maybe it's that you say something that you never should have said, right? Or, or you just like turn your back on them for a period of time, or maybe it's that you're just going through a hard thing in your family. Do you have friends who, who no matter the ups and downs of your life, like they've proven themselves to stick with you? Think about the, the or, or do you have friends who just have walked away, right? Think about the depths of your friendships. Just from a, a, a basic, like, huge overview, uh, science is actually telling us more and more that, that friends are a positive thing, Right? Uh, in fact, it's said that, that people who have close friends, like good friends, that they, they sleep better, they uh, tend to be less, uh, they deal less with things like depression and anxiety, uh, they live longer, they don't have like, uh, they're, they're less likely to have heart conditions. There's all these like crazy things that just, uh, they're, they're genuinely happier people. There's all these crazy things that like science is telling us that, that friends are beneficial for, and which is always exciting because that's, you know, kind of what we've been reading in the Bible for who knows how long, right? Thousands of years now. And I mean, the reality is, again, we, we were designed to be in, in friendship. So thinking about your friends, thinking about whether or not you have close friends, and maybe you're, you're like, I don't, I don't know if I have anybody like that, but I would really like that. Well, here's what we're going to, what we're going to do this morning. We're actually going to look at a few different Proverbs, and we're going to see what is, what's a true friend? Like, what makes a true friend? What makes a good friend? This is actually a message that was kind of taken from a guy, or some of the, the concepts and pieces, taken from a guy named Tim Keller, who was a pastor for years and years and years in New York City. And so we're taking some of his principles and going to share them with you guys, because I think that they are extremely helpful. So uh, we're going to open up into the book of, of Proverbs. You may not be able to turn quick enough with the different verses that we're going to look at. So we're going to definitely have them on a screen like 
like we, we normally do. Um, and where we're going to start, well, first off, Proverbs is a book that's literally just like a compilation of wise sayings, a compilation of wisdom, right? Which is why if you were to read one chapter of Proverbs, you might see like, is this guy following any kind of train of thought because he's bouncing around? Maybe he's talking about friendships, but then he's talking about how you handle money. And then he's talking about how you handle disputes, like disagreements or arguments. It's, it's a collection of wise sayings. And typically, most people uh, attribute this book, or they say that this, this book of the Bible was written by a guy named Solomon, who was the wisest person to have ever lived, besides Jesus, right? So one of the things that Proverbs talk, talks about is our friendships, our relationships with other people. And so this morning, we're going to take four things, four marks of a good friend out of Proverbs. And two things I want you to ask yourself as we're going through these marks of a friend or qualities of a friend is one, the first thing we've said is, do you have a friend like this, right? To kind of try to get you guys to think about your friendships. Do you have friends like this who have these qualities, have these marks? And then two, are you a friend like this? Are you a friend like this? Because a friendship takes two, right? Can't just be a one-sided thing. And so do you have a friend like this, and are you a friend like this? The first proverb that we're going to look at this morning is 1717. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 17 says, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. And we're actually going to pair that with Proverbs 18, verse 24. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So both these verses talking about friends and brothers or friends and siblings. How many of you guys have a sibling in the room just by a show of hands? Nice. So a lot of you guys can relate to this. Uh, here's what this is talking about. So you have probably had a friend at some point that you wish were your brother or your sister, Right? Like you've had a friend who you're so close with them, you're so tight with them that you wish, man, if I could just take my sibling and replace them with you, this would be like a match made in heaven, right? And some of that is because of, you know, you know how much you and your, your sibling butt heads, right? Whether it's about the bathroom or it's about what you're eating or it's about something that they said or, or they said or the way that they looked at you or the way that they smell, right? There's some, or, or how they're not sharing the room that you guys shared together, right? Like they're taking up 99% of the room and you're in your little corner, you're 1% and you're like, this isn't fair, right? And you just wish if my friend could be my sibling, this would be so much better, right? Siblings, brothers, sisters, they oftentimes bring some adversity. We butt heads. But here, here's the biggest difference between a friend and a family member. A family member, you can't really get rid of, okay? Unless you're thinking like really mean and dark, okay? But you, you can't do that to them, okay? Don't off them. You can't get rid of a family member. The, you are given the family member and you didn't get a choice on who your family member is, right? And it's natural. Like part of being family is that you guys are gonna rub against each other. There's gonna be some tension, but a friend, a friend is somebody who's chosen, right? Have you ever thought about this? Unless it's like some sort of arranged friendship and your moms are like, no, from, from the time that, that we gave birth to you, you have been friends, right? You guys were holding hands as little bitty babies and so you're gonna be friends for the rest of your life, <laughs> right? If you have a mom like that who just has forced friendship. But generally, you guys have something in common, right? Your friends, 
For most of you, you, you probably couldn't even tell exactly why you guys, like how you guys met and how you got so close, but you know, like here we are today. But it starts with things that you have in common, and you start to grow and like realize, hey, we actually like hanging out together. Let's keep doing this more. You get to choose your friends. You don't get to choose your family. And oftentimes, you know, you may still butt heads a little bit with your friends. Like I know that that, that happens. But you, your friends are, are often seem, at least to you, to be more, more like of a constant, right? They're more constant. Like they, they always, no matter what I'm going through, they, they are there for me. They, they love me. They, they know me. They want the best for me. Whereas I'm not sure when I look at my brother or sister that they're feeling the same thing, right? But my friend, I know that it, we might as well be blood. See, friends, a true friend, a good friend is someone who is constant. They're there for you through thick and thin. They're, they're not like a brother who like all you seem to do is fight or a sister. All you seem to do is fight. A true friend is, is constant. Do you have a friend in your life who's like that? Or is, are all of your friendships just like up and down? Like it might as well be like you're actually siblings because you just fight all the time. When you spend time with them, you wish that you would spend less time with them. Or do you have a friend who is constant? Friend who's constant. That's the first mark or quality of, of a true friend, a good friend, is that they are constant. Uh, the next one is going to be found in Proverbs verse 26, 18, or chapter 26, verses 18 and 19. It says, like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I am only joking. And we're going to partner that one with chapter 25, verse 20. Whoever sings songs to a heavy heart is like one who takes off a garment on a cold day and like vinegar on soda. Here's what we're getting at here. Some of you guys, your relationships are, are like this, and it's, it's sad. It's unfortunate. But, but I know it's true, and I know it's, it's true of a lot of guys, uh, especially in the middle school years, right? Go back, go back to that first verse. The one before this one, like a madman who throws firebrands, arrows, and death is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I am only joking. Do you have a friend who it feels like all the time, they're just picking at you? All the time, they're just making fun of you. All the time, they're talking about your face and your hair and, you know, they're, they're telling you how your jokes are terrible and, you know, they're, they're reminding you of what a loser you are. Do you guys have friends like that? He's just saying, like a madman who throws fire and arrows and death, somebody who's out to, to like destroy you is someone who says, dude, you're so ugly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And meanwhile, here's what's going on in your heart, right? If, the, if this is you, you're like, no, but I actually, I struggle with that. You're not saying this out loud, right? But they keep making fun of me. And that's like the very thing I'm struggling the most with now but you're not going to tell them. You're not going to say stop because that could ruin the friendship, right? And so it just keeps going. And every time you guys get together, they're just heaping death on you with their words, not realizing what's going on inside of your heart. And you being too afraid to tell them because you don't want to ruin the friendship. And maybe because the friendship isn't a really strong friendship yet or may never be, because really, friends are truthful. They're honest with each other. We'll get to that in a minute. But if, the, if this is what your friendships look like, where it's just heaping death and arrows on somebody, that's not a true friend. And guys especially, I know that we can be some of the worst at it. 
girls, now this often happens behind somebody's back, right? That's where this happens. It may not be in front of you. They may not be throwing the arrow straight to like between the eyes, your forehead, right? Like, but behind your back, they're doing this. And then you find out about it. And then you're like, did they, did they really say that? And when you, get back, when you get together with them, you're like, should I talk about it? Do you, I think maybe it'll just come. And maybe, maybe they'll just say that they said that. And they never will. They never do. And so you're left wondering, like, what is this that we have? Is this a real friendship? Like, can I actually trust this person? Or did they say these things that people are telling me that they said, this fun game of telephone that's not really fun at all, right? Verse, let's, go, let's go to the next one, verse 25, or chap, sorry, chapter 25, verse 20. Whoever sings songs to a heavy heart is like one who takes off a garment on a cold day and like vinegar on soda. Why would you take a garment off on a super cold day unless you just want to be cold, right? It's not, it's not fun to do that. It doesn't seem helpful to do that. And neither is somebody who... And, and we'll get to what this mark or quality is, but neither is somebody who doesn't know you well enough that when you're struggling, right? When you're struggling and you need a friend who cares, you need a shoulder to lean on, you need somebody to be there, maybe, maybe just to listen to you, maybe to pray for or with you. When you're in a time of need, it's not helpful if a friend comes and is just singing like, you know, happy birthday to you or something, right? Like, I, I don't need you to sing a, a happy, like, silly song right now. I need you to be here for me. Here's the second mark of a good friend or a true friend. A, a true friend, a good friend is aware. They're constant and they're aware. They're aware that, hey, when you are struggling, the last thing you need is like, hey, let's just go play video games. It'll be, it'll be better after that. No, they're aware and sensitive enough to actually be there and listen to you and love you well in that moment. And the first verse that, from that Proverbs is they're aware enough to know when I say that to them, it's really going to hurt them. Or when I say that about them, it's really going to hurt them. And so you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to say that. Even if I think it's a joke, and even if it's funny, and even if that person laughs, if I know that that's a sensitivity of theirs, if I know that that's something they're struggling with, and I'm a good friend then I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. So a true friend is constant. A true friend is aware. This is the halfway mark, right? Do you have any friends who are constant? Do you have friends who are aware and sensitive? And are you a friend who is constant and aware? All right, let's move on to these, these next two pieces. Proverbs 27, verses 5 and 6 Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Profuse are the kisses of an enemy. Here's what this is getting to, and I was already kind of touching on this, right? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Remember I said sometimes we don't want to be honest with a friend and tell them how we really feel because we're afraid of what's going to happen to the friendship, especially if it's about them, right? The, the third mark of a true friend is a, a true friend, a good friend, is honest. Constant, aware, honest. A true friend is honest, even, and, and not like in a mean way, like, like figure out how to be gentle and figure out how to be loving when you are honest. But when, when your friend is saying something over and over and over again that, that hurts you, if you're not honest about that, you're not being a true friend to them. 
If, if one of your friends is messing up and they're out of line, whether it involves you or not, and you're not willing to go to them and rebuke them, is what that proverb used, right? That word rebuke. If you're not willing to say, hey, sister, that is so wrong. Like, you may not be able to see it. Let me help you. But what you're doing there, what you said there, how you're reacting in this situation is not good, not helpful, not healthy, not godly. A true friend is honest. A true friend is, is real. And again, in a gentle, in a, a loving way, probably most of the times, but, but sometimes it may need to be like, like tough love, some hard words, right? But, but honesty is always going to be the best path forward. And, and honesty is the third mark of a true friend. So we got constant, we got aware, we've got honest. This last one can be found in Proverbs 29, verse 9. See what it says. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs, and there is no quiet. And then in Proverbs 27, 17, which is maybe one we are all familiar with, iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Here's the fourth mark of a good friend. A good friend, a true friend, offers counsel, right? Offers counsel. Not like gives counsel at all times, gives you advice all the time. Like when you try to open your mouth before you can even say anything, they're like, oh, here's what you need to do, right? Like, here's what's going to fix all your problems. Stop telling you, I've been there before. And you're like, dude, you, all you do is sit in your room. You haven't lived at all. Like, how do you even know? A, a true friend offers counsel, right? So when you are going through tough times or when you do need some advice, you, you need some, some help uh, in, in thinking through a situation, a friend is there to say, hey, like, I don't have all the answers, but, but here's my, my thoughts. And, and let's go a little bit further than that because a, a true friend is not just gonna say, hey, I saw this YouTube video and uh, here's what the YouTuber said, right? Or, uh, oh, TikTok, I got 15 seconds for you that's gonna change your life, right? No, but a, a true friend, when they're offering counsel, is actually gonna go back to, to this bad boy, right? They're gonna go back to, hey, here's what we know God says about a situation like this. They're going to offer you godly counsel. They may not have all the answers and they may not like, hey, every word I say is from God, right? They, they may not be speaking directly on behalf of God, but they know like they're, they're in this thing with you. They're going after kingdom things, godly things with you. And so their, their counsel, the things that they're going to say or, or offer to you are going to in some way, shape or form reflect God, not just be whatever the wisdom of the day is, right? A true friend, a good friend, is someone who is constant, someone who is aware, someone who is honest, and someone who offers counsel. Do you have a friend like that? Are you a friend like that? Our biggest example of what a true friend is, our, bar none, the greatest example, is Jesus himself. Before Jesus went to the cross, he spent uh, time with his closest friends, his closest disciples, right? And one of the things that he told them is that a, a true friend is someone who is willing to lay down their life for another person. And they probably heard him like, oh, oh yeah, Jesus, like that's, that's, yeah, you're right, that's so good. But they didn't realize that hours later that he would actually do that that he would be arrested, that he would be found guilty, that he would 
go and die on the cross, actually giving up everything for his friends. For the disciples whom like he actually lived and did life with and was friends with. And for even us today, 2,000 years later, who if you are a son or a daughter of God, you are also a friend of Jesus. You're a friend, you're a friend of God. It's pretty crazy. Jesus is our ultimate model of what a friend is, what a friend looks like. So if you're wondering, like, I don't have any friends like that. I, I, I'm not sure that I'm a friend like that. How, how do I grow in that? We follow Jesus's example. In the way he loved and cared for his friends, in the way that he was constant, he was regularly there for them, he was honest with them, he was aware of their sensitivities. And of course, I mean, he's, it's pretty great place to get some wise uh, counsel, right? But he was available to talk with them about life, how it was meant to be lived, what it looks like to live it in a way that glorifies the Father. So if we want to know what does it look like, let's go back to the life of Jesus and say, how would Jesus navigate something like this to help us grow as people who are better friends, stronger, more faithful friends? And as you do that, you're actually going to attract friends like that as well. There's this quote from Tim Keller. This is how we're going to end this morning. It says, make Jesus the friend your heart desires. Grow, so grow in your relationship. Strengthen your relationship with God. Go to him. Know him. Uh, taste, experience his love for you and his friendship with you. Make Jesus the friend your heart desires, and you will begin to find all the friends your heart needs. That as you are pursuing the things of God and going after your relationship with him, that he will bring people around you who are going after the same things. And those people would be people who may carry the marks and qualities of a friend, constant, aware, honest, and those who offer godly counsel. Let me pray. God, help us to, to grow into friends like this. Would we first go to you? like 1 John talked about last week, knowing that you are love, knowing that true love is from you. Help us to be people who daily experience that and live from that, that we would be transformed by your love. And uh, God, we just pray that you would bring people around us. Some of us in here may feel like, I, I have no idea where to even start looking for a friend like that. Put people in our lives, make it clear that these are people who could potentially be good, solid friends, and not friends just for a week or two weeks, but friends for a long, long time. We love you, Lord. We pray that we would be friends like that and that you bring friends like that into our path. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.